Welcome to episode one of the Listen For Real podcast. I'm Jennifer Brown. I am so happy you were here. If you could be in this room with me, that would be ideal. I'm literally and figuratively patting the chair next to me and saying, hey, come here. Come on over, sit next to me. Kind of like, you know, when we were in middle school and you'd walk in to the lunchroom or to the classroom and somebody would wave at you and say, come over here, sit next to me. That is the vibe. I am saying, come over here. Let's talk about this. That's what this podcast is. You, my community, my friends, my audience, this conversation starts with you. So I thought it would be only fitting to begin episode one with you and I having a conversation, giving you a sense of why we're doing this, why, why this podcast in a sea of podcasts and platforms, why this one? So here's the deal. A couple of years ago, I became very clear on the fact that I was very much stuck in the echo chamber. And what do I mean by that? It means I have had my beliefs, my opinions, my lived experience. And that's that's where I form my whole worldview and my perspective from. And then you compound that with being surrounded by people who think like I do and believe like I do by and large and information sources or institutions that reinforce that. I mean, right down to if I want to research something and I go type it into a search engine, these search engines oftentimes will curate according to what they think you believe already, what you've clicked on, how you spend your time and where. And so they curate answers that already feed your narrative, that already reinforce what you believe. So how do you learn a new perspective? And let me back that up a little further. How did I learn I was in the echo chamber? And I'm not going to lie, this is embarrassing, but the whole premise of this podcast is I'm going to be real and honest with you. A couple of years ago, I was on Facebook and saw a post from a loose acquaintance that really caught my attention and I decided to respond to it. Now, I'll be honest, I feel that a lot of what's on social media is garbage and a lot of it is a place where people kind of go and I call it the new social activism of being outraged and quick-witted and insulting and that that's somehow people's new form of activism. And so I don't want to be a part of that. That's not who I am. But for some reason during this time a couple years ago, I saw this post and the post was this. It was referencing a picture of a mother and her kids running at our southern border. They were running away from tear gas. And this was all over the media at the time, and there was a lot of commentary on that. And the person who made the post was comparing that story in the media to the gassing of hundreds of thousands of Jews in Nazi Germany. And I saw that post and I was like, oh, that's a bridge too far. Like, how can you compare? I think the way I I stated it was, how can you compare um, an entire race of people being exterminated with 
crowd dispersal at our southern border wall. And and I've tried to be very diplomatic about it. Well, that invited some back and forth exchange between she and I. And then a couple of her friends on her wall were piling on. And one in particular just full on called me out, was telling me I was a horrific human being. I was a waste of skin, I think it was, or something like that. Um, I was a horrible human being for thinking the way I did. And I was a bigot and a racist and all these things. And I was so like, wait, what? And I was defensive and I was trying to support my narrative, of course, as we all do. And I went back and forth with this person and I was trying to be strong and intelligent and and defend my point. And I realized we weren't going to get anywhere. We weren't going to convince each other. And that was fine. And I finally was like, peace out. But let me tell you something. I could not shake it. It was it bothered me. It cost me sleep. I I think my family was sick of hearing about it because I kept talking about it and I was getting enraged and incensed. And I can remember my blood pressure coming up and my face flushing every time I would think about it or talk about it. And I would do that thing where, oh, if I could go back right now, I really should go back and I should tell them this and I should say that. And I just realized, wait a minute, Jen, maybe you are in the echo chamber. What if you are wrong? Maybe you don't need to dig in your heels so much on this. Maybe you need to do a little research yourself and get another perspective or try to see it from theirs. Even though, honestly, I thought the one dude was a grade A a a-hole. This is also a podcast where I use adult language. So just saying, I'm an adult. I can do it. Bear with me. Regardless, this is something that bothered me and stuck with me and I just decided, whoa, maybe I am in an echo chamber and maybe I have clung to certain beliefs and certain certain ideologies and have given no room for others. In fact, I know it to be true. As I look back at things I've said and believed and thought was absolute truth, even four years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago, I, I'm so embarrassed Some of it was flat-out racist, homophobic, um, ableist, uh, classic me speaking from my white cisgendered, you know, privilege. All of it. I I just have to own that, right? And I'm still a work in process. You need to know. And I'm going to say to you right now, friends, have grace with me. Have grace with one another because I shudder at the thought that people would put me in a box and conclude they know where I stand and who I am based on things I said five and 10 years ago, things I said even a year ago. And that's what those epi- these episodes are really going to reflect is me having conversations with people who differ from me, who differ in belief, in life experience, in where they stand on a number of issues And we're going to have a great conversation and it's going to be real and it's going to be authentic and it's going to be vulnerable and I'm going to have to own my stuff. That's the bottom line. I want to be seen. I want to be heard. I want to be known and I want to be valued for who I am. And so do you, right? So don't we all? 
And so my goal is to create a platform where we have a conversation each week. You all are here with us just because you're not behind the microphone with myself and whomever is my guest that week or guests. I feel like the conversation starts right here with you and me and we are going on this journey together to learn and explore and ask questions and be curious and get out of our own echo chambers and hopefully expand our perspective and even shift our paradigms where necessary. That's my goal, at least for me. And if you all gain something from that and have that same experience, yes, then great. But my life's work revolves around finding my own voice and using it more authentically and then helping others do the same. I want to understand and love other human beings as much as myself. And I am determined to provide platforms and amplification to the voices and stories that need to be heard. And so that's what we're going to do here. I thank you for just giving this a shot and coming along this journey with me. As I wrap up, I want you to know one of the things I'm going to do with every guest is I'm going to listen deeply to them. If you know me, you know I'm pretty extroverted. I'm a talker. I definitely will assert myself and I definitely have opinions on things. But that's gotten me in a lot of trouble and frankly kept me in the echo chamber. So I'm going to really work on being a deep listener here, asking the questions, owning my stuff right here before you, and then talking about if I've shifted my perspective and if not, why? Why am I still staying where I'm at? Or what new perspective have I gained? I think that's just so valuable. And I love people and I love conversation. And I hope you do too. And that you just gain so much listening in on these. And, and this is where, you know, a good ear hustle or a good uh, eavesdropping is valuable, right? So I need to finish up with a real acknowledgement. There is a couple that have had a huge impact on me. And I'm always going to ask my guests this at the end, but since I'm my guest, you get to hear it from me. Who do they want to really acknowledge? Who's made a real impact on them? For me, it's Shannon Curtis and Jamie Hill. You hear Shannon Curtis's music at the beginning and end of this podcast. She's amazing. She's so creative. She's a beautiful, talented artist. And her husband, Jamie, is an a, a fabulous human being who is one of the most strong, articulate, opinionated people I know, but I say that in the best possible way. And it has been in my exposure to them, getting to know them, hearing their podcast, experiencing their music, calling them friends and becoming a part of their community, that I have realized They've shifted my perspective. They have shown me things by just virtue of talking about things they, they experienced or know or their outrage about certain things or what they're being um, focused on as far as from an activism standpoint, what they value, what they want to see in this world. 
it has blown my mind and absolutely shifted my perspective. And I don't want to go back to the myopic, narrow views I once held. So I want to thank Shannon and Jamie for leading me down this path. They've been a huge encouragement to this podcast. They have played such an important role in how it developed and how it finally came together and launched. Huge. So thank you. And there's another person that I would be remiss if I didn't mention. A real push this last few weeks came from my dear friend, Scott. And Scott took his life a few weeks ago. And in his absence, I felt absolutely compelled to move this forward. In fact, it's Scott who introduced me to Shannon and Jamie. And Scott was probably one of the most curious, highly uh, desiring of connection people, if those words made sense, I've known. He was one of the first people in the audience at my Real Conversation Speaker Series which was the predecessor to this podcast. He was one of my biggest fans saying, oh, yes, you need to do this podcast. Yes. He was the kind of person, he and his wife, that I could have real conversations with. We could discuss and debate and flesh out any topic. There was no limit to it. And there was a lot of things we shared in common, and there were many things we disagreed upon, And yet, it was powerful, it was compelling, it was loving, it was engaging. I mean, it was real. What is my tagline? It's everything is about being real, relational, engaging, authentic living. That's what real is to me. And Scott embodied real, in my personal opinion. And he is deeply missed. And so I'm dedicating this episode and, frankly, the launch of this podcast to my good friend, Scott. He was a tremendous human being and he impacted a lot of people. And he had such a love and a goodness to him. And I'm just grateful. Join me next week. We're actually going to have some guests join us. It's going to be a really good time. Come in, take a seat. And let's go on this journey together. I can't wait to see what we discover. See you soon. Podcast is recorded in Rockland, California, and is edited by Jamie Hill and Christian Oliver. Our theme music is Zero by the amazing Shannon Curtis. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll see you next episode.